This is Finally Free, a podcast for those sick of battling their bodies, sick of fearing food and the number on the scale, sick of punishing exercise all in the pursuit of diet culture's version of health and wellness. I'm Alana Vandersloos, a certified intuitive eating counselor, eating disorder survivor, and the founder of Freedom with Food and Fitness, where I offer group coaching for women who are ready to heal their relationship with food in their bodies and become their healthiest, happiest, most confident selves without ever having to go on another diet. On this podcast, you will hear me answer your biggest questions around how to become a successful intuitive eater. You'll hear inspiring stories of other women on their food freedom journeys, those who are recovering, those who are recovered, and those who are helping others to do the same. I'll teach you how to quiet that incessant voice in your head telling you you're not enough, how to find peace and satisfaction with food again, how to embrace the one and only body you have with fitness you enjoy so you can move through this world with confidence. Are you ready to be finally free? Thank you so much for joining me today, but before we get started, I just want to remind you of everything that I offer for those who need help with body image, intuitive eating, fitness, food, weight, and mindset. First, I offer group coaching now, so if you're interested in getting some expert support, some tough targeted love, schedule a free 15-minute discovery call at freedomwithfoodandfitness.com or click the link in my bio on Instagram at freedomwithfoodandfitness. On that same link in my IG bio, I have everything that I offer people. So I have the links to two course videos, which are both under $5 right now. I have free quizzes to assess your relationship with food and exercise, over 45 pages of free intuitive eating and fitness resources that you can sign up for. It takes literally five seconds. I have a form where you can ask your own question for a chance for it to be answered on the podcast. I have a guided meditation and so much more. Seriously, go check it all out at Freedom with Food and Fitness on Instagram. Annette Presley is a registered dietitian of over 28 years certified functional nutritionist, author, and creator of the Mommy Maker Method. After discovering that the diet advice she'd learned as a dietitian was actually contributing to her chronic diseases, Annette changed course and learned about functional nutrition and nutrigenomics, how nutrition impacts genetic expression. Now, Annette helps women literally manipulate their genes so they can say goodbye to infertility struggles and hello to being a mom. If you liked today's episode and want to check out more of Annette, you can find her on Instagram and Facebook at The Mommy Maker or GetPregnantPlan.com, and there are additional links in the show notes. My conversation with Annette really hit close to home because it took Scott and I 18 months to conceive Archer, and I was experiencing all these PCOS-like symptoms, and ultimately I had to have an adrenal gland removed, but that's a whole different story for a whole different day. But I really feel for women who struggle to conceive when they really want to have a child. So hearing how Annette is helping women just really made my heart happy. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Annette Priestley. All right. So hi, Annette. So nice to have you on as the mommy maker. Uh, So we're just going to kind of jump right in here. Um, What got you started on your journey to being first a registered dietitian? So uh, first of all, thanks for having me. And uh, when I was 16, we had aerobics class in PE for high, in high school, and I loved it. And I thought, I'm going to be an aerobics instructor. 
So I started picking up Shape Magazine at the grocery store, and it was the nutrition articles that really fascinated me. So when I went to college, I put nutrition down as my major, and nobody said I couldn't. <laughs> so I just, and that's when I kind of, when I found out that, you know, there was actually such a thing as a dietitian and um, jobs and all that stuff. So that's the route I took. That's awesome. Um, and what made you decide to make that shift from, uh, or that shift to functional nutrition and nutrigenomics? Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I've been a dietitian for um, 30 years and about halfway in, I found out that the advice I was supposed to give out actually caused chronic disease and obesity. So um, that made me really mad. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I got I'm into sure the, your job. You, your passion was to help people. That was right. And it's the exact opposite. Right. Yeah. And I'm killing people. That was not my, it's <laughs> not why I got into it. Uh, so I almost quit nutrition entirely. I was just so angry. Um, but I really felt that I needed to stay in and tell the truth. And uh, so I changed uh, what I taught and I kind of went down the functional medicine or the functional nutrition path. Um, I actually had to defend my credentials for telling people to eat butter instead of margarine, <laughs> which I did successfully. Um, and so that was a very eye-opening experience into the inside workings of our healthcare system. Sure. Um, yeah. And so, um, ever, and so, uh, I think around probably 2000, well, probably, I think it was, yeah, around 2000, I got into nutrigenomics. Um, and so I'd read a few things about it and I thought, this is really fascinating, you know, how our genes impact our nutrition and um, our health and wellness. Um, and I learned that we could manipulate our genes. So just because we have the genes for something, it doesn't mean that that's our destiny. So we can actually turn on genes that express for health and we can turn off genes that express for disease. That's great. And so, Yeah. So, so, you know, we, we always say, especially something like weight, that that's really predetermined and you have a weight set range and this whole idea of weight loss is kind of futile. Um, but, but there are other things you can do in the name of health, other than mm -hmm. trying to manipulate your weight to be overall yeah. more helpful. What were some of the things as a registered dietitian that they wanted you to implement with your clients that you felt was actually promoting the opposite of health. So they really recommend vegetable oils like soy, corn, you know, cottonseed, canola. Um, yeah. yeah. And they still recommend those. And those are so inflammatory that it's nearly impossible to lose weight if you're eating those oils. Right. I mean, it's, you're going to put a, you're going to put weight on, um, and probably develop diabetes and all kinds of other problems eating those oils. And so what we really need to be eating is the animal fats like butter, ghee, um, beef tallow, lard, mm -hmm. um, all of the stuff we're told not to eat is really what's good for you. Interesting. So interesting. And like, and that's not to say that if you go out to eat and you know, something is prepared with vegetable oil that you can't have it, but on a regular basis, it's better to try to, if you want to use oil to try to choose or, or butter mm -hmm. or fats to choose ones that are, are better for your genes. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. And you can control what you do at home. So, you know, you right. don't have to buy the vegetable oils. You can buy the butter. <laughs> right. You can buy the butter, you can buy the yeah. olive oil, avocado oil, whatever right. oil or butter 
you like really exactly that's awesome now what role do genes play in our health like how could you kind of generalize that for us well so um well we'll take weight for example so our genes actually determine our ability to lose weight um and gain weight and all of that and so um i see a lot of people struggle with weight partly because they're trying to get down to a weight that their body is just not going to handle. It's genetically, it's not going to be possible. Um, I mean, unless they want to spend their entire life worrying about every single piece of food they put in their mouth, which I just think is ridiculous. (laughs) And it's, it's insane really, um, because there is so much more to life than that. Um, and so I think knowing our genetics can actually help us have a more um, a more positive attitude about a healthy weight because you know just because you're five four doesn't mean you have to weigh 120 pounds. You know I'm five four. I'm way more comfortable at 140, sure. um, even 150 than I am at 120, and I don't have to pay attention so much to what I eat. Right. <laughs> you know I can right. I can enjoy my life and I still feel good and I'm you know, I can still do things. And, um, and so those are the kinds of things we can find with our genes. Um, we can also find, uh, like for instance, some people cannot convert beta carotene, which we find in plant foods to vitamin A. And so if that can't happen, um, then vegan is not a good diet for you. Um, so, so with our genetics, we can kind of tell, you know, this diet will work better for you. This one won't, it's going to be really hard for you to lose weight. So if you're at the gym for an hour a day, busting your butt, that might actually be harming you. And it might actually be helping you hold on to weight instead of losing it. So. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, so many women blame themselves for the weight that they're at and they always seem to fail at dieting. Um, and we can probably say that because of their genetics or because they're not working in sync with their genetics, it's not really their fault that they can't right. be a certain weight. Right. Well, and we have to think about society because where do we get these norms from? Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. not really based on science. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, the BMI, I don't know if you know how that was created. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, had no, it, it really had nothing to do with health, it was all about trying to find like the best human, like to differentiate people from, you know, get the best of the best and the whatever. Right. Um, and, and so it was really, also initially used um, by, uh, by insurance companies as a way to increase premiums. It was all about, and it's still all about the dollar. Yeah, exactly. So it really doesn't have anything to do with health. So true. So, uh, you said earlier to me that the number on the scale doesn't mean anything. And I 100% agree. And so, so in terms of health, what does matter? I noticed you said like, you feel better at 140, 150, because you feel like you can live your life and, Mm -hmm. and you have good energy. And that's, I think that's a part of health. So, so what would health be to you? Yeah. So health for me is the ability to do the things I want to do. Um, so if I want to go for a walk around the lake, if I want to climb stairs, if I want to do a cartwheel, um, you know, all those things are health to me. Um, and if I want to sit down and enjoy a movie with my kids, <laughs> you know, that's health. I mean, health is just, um, being able to enjoy your life and to do the things you love to do. 
um, health just gives you the ability to do all those things. Right. It's a vehicle. That's awesome. So, so you, you go into nutrigenomics and you, you go to functional nutrition after being a registered dietitian. When did you create the mommy maker method? So, um, that was actually probably one to two years ago. So I kind of got into fertility. I didn't realize fertility was a huge problem, um, but we've been having, uh, infertility has been rising 1% per year since 1990. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Um, and that to me is like the canary in the mine. Um, if that's what's happening for fertility, then what are we doing to normal people? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, like what are we doing wrong here? Yeah. So something terrible is going on. Yeah. Um, and so I started to look at, well, what has changed since the 1990s um, mm -hmm. to the present? And of course, our diet has changed dramatically. I mean, we eat way more sugar, processed sugars than we used to. We eat the vegetable oils instead of the animal fats or the olive oil. Um, we have electromagnetic frequencies that we've never had before. And those affect our cells, which affects our ability to gain and lose weight um, or to maintain health. Um, and so there's just so many things out there that have changed. And if we don't talk about these things and address them, you know, we're, we're basically a hamster on a, <laughs> one of those spinny things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the wheel, yeah. 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 So we're just spinning our wheels and not getting anywhere because we're not addressing the real issues. Sure, sure. So what, what does the method entail? So um, it's a two-step process. And basically, uh, basically what I discovered is that our biology is no longer a match for our environment. And so if you can imagine somebody's throwing darts at you, uh, one, two, three darts, you're gonna be okay. You know, it's gonna hurt a little bit, but you'll survive. But what if they're throwing hundreds of darts at you? And what if they just never stop throwing darts? Um, at some point, you're going to be a bloody mess on the floor. And that's kind of where we are. <laughs> and so my two-step process is, number one, you stop the toxins that you can stop because we do not have control over all of them, unfortunately. Um, and then step two is we shield the body from the toxins that we can't stop. So we kind of make ourselves like a Star Trek ship. <laughs> And was, was the mommy maker born out of personal experience? So I had a brief struggle with infertility when I first tried to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and so it, it really, infertility really takes everything out of you. It encompasses every aspect of your life. It takes a beautiful gift from God and turns it into a, a curse. Um, you know, and that's how it feels. And then it also causes you to have a lot of um, doubts about yourself because, you know, you're a woman, you're supposed to be able to get pregnant and have babies. And when you can't, it makes you feel less than like, you're not good enough. What did I do wrong? Um, you know, and I think we, as women feel that a lot for a lot of different reasons, you know, not just if we're experiencing that. Um, and so when I found, so one day I was on Facebook and I was uh, looking at a group, one of my local mom's groups, and someone posted about their second failed IVF attempt or in vitro fertilization. Um, the number of women who responded with similar stories just floored me. And, and I literally just fell on the floor and cried. And I just thought, we have to do something about this um, because that it's, you know, it's 
when you really want to be a mom, because I always wanted to be a mom, you know, and you can't, um, it's devastating. Yeah. I went through something very similar. It took me about 18 months to conceive my son. And uh, the reason why I was having issues uh, was I had a benign tumor on my adrenal gland Mm -hmm. and I had to get that. And we didn't know that that's what was causing my infertility. We thought it was PCOS because I had all these cysts in my ovaries. Mm -hmm. But when I got my adrenal gland removed, all the cysts were absorbed, all my PCOS symptoms went away and we conceived in like six weeks. But it's just, but I, I feel you like those 18 months when we're like a lifetime because mm-hmm. every month that you were pregnant was another month that you felt like it's like you know you're a woman the one biological mm-hmm. thing you're supposed to be able to do is have children and I can't and what's wrong with me and again what did I do wrong because I had tried to be so healthful and they do exercise and eat right and then just yeah, yeah. I, I totally feel that and and so many women are going through that and it's not discussed enough yeah, it really isn't. Um, and it's a, you know, there's a lot of shame around it. So nobody wants to talk about it. Um, and then if you do talk about it, a lot of times you get really, um, unhelpful comments, you know, like, Oh, be grateful. You know, kids are a pain or. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which I know well-meaning I'm I'm sure their heart's in the right place, but like for you, it's like a dagger or, you know, people ask, when are you having children? Right. And it's like, well, I'm trying. trying. Yeah. <laughs> it's so tough. So I've learned to be very careful with what I say to my female friends in terms of, of that type mm-hmm. of stuff. But um, so uh, what separates the mom? Because the mommy maker method, it's it doesn't sound like a diet, but it sounds like, you know, we're, we're allowing we're allowing all types of food. We're allowing fats and sugars, but we are trying to, for the most part, gear ourselves toward more nutrient dense foods, right? more quality fats and natural sugars and things like that. Um, how is the mommy maker method different from any other type of diet or any other type of like biohacking, I guess you could say, because we are talking about nutri- mm-hmm. nutritionomics. So how is it different? Yeah. So um, there's pretty much three ways it's different. So number one, I always test for iodine. Uh, because iodine deficiency is probably the number one contributor to infertility and nobody, yeah, nobody checks it. In fact, cysts are, would be an iodine deficiency problem. Um, endometriosis, PCOS, um, all of those things have an iodine component to them and nobody checks it. And it's a really easy thing to fix. Um, so that's the first thing I do. I do DNA testing so that we can make sure that you're on the diet that's going to Um, that your body is going to be able to absorb all the nutrients, um, you know, and that your detox pathways are working. And if they're not, we can work around those, um, you know, that way I can kind of figure out what you really need. Um, and then I balance six core centers of health in the body. So we make sure like you've got good mineral balance going on, um, your connective tissues, strong and healthy, um, aerobic metabolism, uh, inflammation and oxidation are really important. So a lot of people have issues in that area and we can fix that, uh, you know, with the right nutrients. Fantastic. And you wanted me to ask about, uh, why we need an oil change. So I want to know yeah. what, what that is. <laughs> yeah. So the oil change is all about the fats. Um, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, we just need to change, you know, like you change the oil in your car um, because it goes bad. Well, we just need to change those bad fats that we've been eating and, and put in the good fats that will really nourish our body. Okay, that's awesome. And uh, to leave our readers with some sort of actionable strategy that they, we can, they can take away, what can someone do today to kind of get on the right track? Yeah, so today, um, get out your grocery list and a pen and write down butter or olive oil or, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. put it on your list and, um, and even go through your kitchen and look for the items that have all these unhealthy oils in them. Right. Um, and you don't have to throw them all out, but put them aside and use them up. Um, and then don't get them again, you know, right. find it, find a diff, a product similar to it that doesn't have those oils in it. Sure. Okay. And what, and I, I, I don't think we touched on this. Why, why is fat good for us? Why is that type of fat good for us? So the, um, especially the animal fats have, uh, fat soluble vitamins like A, D and K2. And so all of those are involved in like our immunity. So they keep our immune system strong. Um, they help regulate blood sugar. They help with DNA, um, synthesis and, and those types of things. So, uh, we need these fats and we have not been eating them because we avoid fat or we're eating the fats that don't contain them. <laughs> right. Oh, the nineties, right? I can't right. believe it's not butter. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't well, I can. not butter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so last two questions is, can you speak obviously anonymously of, you know, um, uh, a particularly re rewarding success that you had with one of your clients? Yeah. So, um, one of my clients, uh, was trying for almost two years to get pregnant and they didn't want to do in vitro. And, um, so I basically assessed her iodine figured, you know, she was eating the wrong fat. So I, I gave her iodine to take and a couple other supplements. She had endometriosis and, um, changed her fats and had her change her diet a little bit. Three months later, she was pregnant. So, yeah, it, I mean, in a lot of cases, it just, it really doesn't take much. You just have to know what to do. Yeah. yeah. And then she, yeah, she had a healthy baby nine months later and had two additional children after that. So that's great. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, and last question I ask everybody is for you, what does it mean since the podcast is called finally free? What does it mean to be finally free to you? So yeah, to be finally free is when you don't worry about what anyone else says and you go out and live your life to the fullest and do the things that you love and with the people that you love. Right. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Annette, for, for coming on. Um, I'm going to put uh, the links to everywhere that people can find you in the intro and also in the show notes. Hopefully people will reach out to you if they you know are looking to conceive. Great. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. <laughs> Bye. So that is it for today's episode. Seriously, of all the podcasts you can be listening to, I'm so honored that you took the time to listen to mine. I'm also so proud of you for taking this small step forward toward food and body freedom. If you like what you hear and you want to work with me as your coach, go to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call. That way I can hear your specific needs and set up a game plan for your success. I would also be so, so grateful if you could subscribe, follow, rate, and review this podcast so many more people who need help with dieting, body image, disordered eating, and fitness can find our message of freedom. Until next time.